Peace be upon you. God willing, this week we're going to talk about some of the physical benefits of fasting. And um, uh, the physical benefits are numerous. Uh, last week we talked about the spiritual benefits of fasting. And the week before that we just talked about the concept of Ramadan and uh, the verses in the Quran that uh, detail uh, Ramadan and how to perform it and you know when it starts and when it ends. Um, yeah, this week, God willing, we're going to look at the physical benefits and it's, there's so many benefits that are uh, linked to fasting um, that, you know, every year uh, more and more are being discussed. And I'm just going to be talking about some of the high-level uh, ones. If you go online, there's tons of research uh, around the, uh, the physical benefits of fasting. And fasting during the month of Ramadan, it restores, uh, you know, our expanded stomachs uh, to a normal size. This is one of the, the, the common kind of known facts is that, you know, when we're fasting, we're thinking that, oh, when we're going to break our fast, we're going to eat so much and it's going to be so delicious. But we come to realize pretty quick that, you know, during that prolonged period of uh, starvation, um, our stomachs have gone back to its normal size and we can't consume as much as we used to, uh, which is a great thing because it's going to curb our appetite. Um, throughout the year, as you just, you know, consume and consume, um, what happens is our stomach stretches uh, to be able to accommodate more food. And then with more food, you know, we're going to feel hungry more often. And uh, Ramadan allows us to go back to, you know, our normal state of uh, a stomach size. And it also lowers our bl uh, blood pressure uh, through the uh, temporary dehydration of no water and no drink and rids our body of a lot of harmful toxins. Uh, one of the things that happens is that when we're fasting, um, or actually when we're not fasting, our body exerts a ton of energy to digest and break down food. Um, and finally, when it doesn't have to go through that process, uh, energy can be focused elsewhere on the body uh, to be able to, to regenerate cells, regenerate brain cells, uh, and kind of um, help the body get back to its natural state. And it also gives our kidneys a much needed rest. You think about this, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, your kidneys are working and working and working uh, to basically process the food that you're intaking. And finally, by having, you know, prolonged periods of uh, uh, no food, no drink, uh, it allows your kidneys to take a break. Uh, to, again, regenerate, um, to get to a state where uh, they can uh, start performing uh, optimally again. And uh, the obvious aspects of fasting is that it reduces weight. Uh, what happens is in order to burn fat, you have to first burn through all your sugar. Um, and if we're consuming, uh, you know, foods throughout the day that are rich in carbs, and which are ultimately, you know, different forms of sugar, uh, it's going to take longer to basically burn through that before you actually start burning fat. Uh, when you're fasting, you go straight to the fat deposits because there is no sugar in your body. Uh, that gets depleted pretty quick, and uh, you actually start burning fat. And when you burn fat, you uh, lower your uh, risk of heart disease, and you know there's numerous uh, other benefits. Um, a lot of people, it's sadly, <laughs> as opposed to having issues with malnourishment in the world, uh, have more issues with uh, obesity and uh, overeating. And fasting allows us to basically go back to our normal state. Um, so let's look at some of the aspects of fasting, some of the, uh, the physical benefits um, that fasting provides to us. And ultimately, you know, when we have healthy lives, uh, it's going to allow us to be, uh, God willing, you know, better people, uh, less stress, uh, happier people. And um, the obvious thing is that, you know, fasting helps us lose weight, like we mentioned. Uh, it reduces the, uh, the stomach size, but it also allows our appetite to get back to a, um, uh, to a more normal kind of habit. As opposed to eating because, hey, it's 12 o'clock and I got to eat lunch or it's, you know, 6 p.m. I got to eat dinner. Um, you're actually eating now because you're hungry. Because 
when you always have food around you, you always have you know snacks and uh, at a moment's notice uh, you can kind of just consume. Um, you forget what it means to actually be hungry. Uh, and your body is now just reacting in the sense of just convenience. Uh, it's like food tastes good, so I'll just want more of it. And it makes me happy, so I'll just continue eating more. And then when you're, uh, you abstain from food and drink, from uh, sugars and sweets, during the whole day, all of a sudden you realize what hunger really means. Um, and it allows you to go back to a state um, uh, where you actually appreciate uh, food. Um, and it's no longer just a passive activity where you just open the fridge and, you know, uh, consume a bunch of calories. Uh, it becomes a more deliberate process. And hopefully, you know, after Ramadan, uh, with our reduced stomach sizes and our uh, true uh, understanding of uh, hunger, uh, we can eat in moderation. Um, this is one of the things that it's very easy in most society with the abundance of uh, food and water and drink um, to forget what it means to eat and drink in moderation. And it's actually one of the commandments in the Quran. Uh, is that we eat and drink in moderation. But as our stomach expands, all of a sudden we can consume more food and it takes more and more uh, to get full. Um, and th these are some of the aspects. So it helps us lose weight, it improves our hunger. Um, and one of the big aspects too is that it improves insulin sen sensitivity. Uh, one of the things that you'll hear a lot of uh, nutritionists and physical therapists um, and uh, sports medicine, in the, uh, people who study uh, sports medicine and uh, personal trainers, uh, they'll talk about is the importance of insulin sensitivity. Now, insulin, it spikes each time that we consume sugars. And what happens is, is you're consuming more and more sugars and carbohydrates, um, which are just other form, you know, carbs are just another form of sugar. Uh, your insulin sensitivity diminishes. Uh, and this leads to diabetes. Uh, and there's two kinds of diabetes. One diabetes is where your body just stops producing insulin, and the other one is where it stops responding to insulin. And fasting allows you to basically improve your insulin sensitivity. And each year we get to reset that and God willing try to maintain it for as much as the year, uh, but full well knowing that you know by uh, this time next year, uh, we're going to have to go through that process again. And constantly we're going to be calibrating our bodies, our stomachs back to its normal state. And What's really profound about all this is, so these are some of the, uh, the more obvious aspects of fasting and uh, the effects of the body uh, when you go into the, the moment of actual, you know, feeling of starvation, hunger, a uh, true hunger in a sense. Um, but one of the aspects that's less known is the effects of fasting towards longevity. Uh, there's a lot of people out there and they're studying how to prolong life, how to live, you know, uh, much richer, healthier lives. Um, and one of the uh, the commonalities that their research has constantly been pointing to is the importance of fasting and how fasting actually affects the longevity and the well-being of a human being's life. And um, what's really fascinating about that is because, again, as your body exerts all this energy to process food, uh, to consume food, to break down food, um, finally, when you get into a state of fasting, your body can regenerate other aspects of itself, uh, regenerate uh, the cells, uh, you know, throughout your entire uh, digestive tract, your entire uh, immune system, and be able to get back to a state of healthy living. And also by burning off the excess fat, um, you're basically more lean, uh, you reduce uh, the probability of heart disease, uh, diabetes, and, you know, a lot of these ailments that end up uh, affecting, the, you know, a tremendous amount of the population, especially into old age. And, the other aspect of uh, fasting is that it actually helps uh, with acne and uh, clears the skin, which, again, seems kind of counterintuitive. 
But part of this is it's attributed also to, uh, to sugar, to fats, that when we're abstaining from this, it allows your skin to regenerate, uh, to get back to a state where it's not being bombarded uh, with all these, you know, uh, calories and carbs and sugars, um, and be able to get to a state where uh, it's natural state, where it's healthy. And the other aspect of fasting that's pretty awesome is how it affects the, uh, the brain function. Um, for the longest time, they used to think that brain cells, once you lose them, you never get them back. And one thing that they found out is that when you get into periods of fasting, that actually your uh, it's called uh, the protein's called uh, brain-derived uh, neurotrophic uh, factor (BDNF). Uh, it's reproduced, and uh, this is a counter to diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. And uh, by producing BDNF, BDNF uh, activates uh, brain stem cells to convert into new neurons and triggers numerous other uh, chemicals that promote neural health. So when we go into fasting, all of a sudden we're promoting neural health. Uh, we're allowing our brains to regenerate, uh, which for the longest time they thought that, you know, once you lose brain cells, um, you're done. Uh, you know, you're never going to get those back. And it's kind of the, uh, the, the reality that people accepted. And now they're finding out that with prolonged periods of fasting, um, brain cells are able to regenerate. And um, the other aspect of fasting that has huge, huge benefits is the uh, improvement of our immune system. So our immune system is the defense against, you know, germs and viruses and external factors uh, that affect our body. And um, they found out that fasting, because it reduces free radical damage uh, and regulates uh, inflammatory conditions in the body, uh, that it actually starves off uh, cancer cells from formation because cancer feeds off sugar. And when your body stops, you know, consuming mass amounts of sugar and carbs, uh, all of a sudden the amount of uh, cancer within a human being is diminished. And um, it's, uh, it says here, it says, in nature, when animals get sick, they stop eating and instead focus on resting. Uh, this is a primal instinct to reduce stress on their internal system so the body can fight off the infection. Uh, we humans are the only species who look for food when we are ill, even when we do not need it. And this is something that, you know, culturally has kind of been ingrained in us that we just need to eat, eat, eat. But in all honesty, it's the energy that's being exerted to uh, break down the food is taking away from our immune system to being um, uh, salvaged and regenerated. And um, sometimes it's better to not eat food and uh, be able to have our bodies take its natural toll and uh, improve, you know, focus that energy towards, uh, you know, infection, fighting off uh, uh, cancer cells, and um, getting back to a, uh, a healthy state. And um, here's a quote from one of the researchers, says, we could not predict the prolonged fasting would have such a remarkable effect in promoting stem cell-based regeneration of the uh, hedopoetic, uh, apologies if I said that wrong, system. When you starve, the system tries to save energy, and one of the things it can do to save energy is to recycle a lot of the immune cells that are not needed, especially those that may be damaged. What we st uh, started noticing in both our human work and animal work is that the white blood cell count goes down from prolonged fasting. When uh, Then when you refeed, the blood cells come back. So what happens is that these immune cells, they're damaged over time from continuous wear and tear, uh, that they're actually being able to be recycled and uh, be built anew uh, during prolonged periods of fasting. Um, and it's pretty awesome. I mean, you could look at the research as far as how fasting affects, uh, uh, is able to uh, treat uh, cancer. And uh, they, uh, In one study, it says, this is from the National Institute of Aging. It says a study from the Scientific Journal of Aging found that uh, cancer patients who included fasting into their therapy 
perceived fewer side effects from chemotherapy. Uh, chemotherapy. All tests conduced, uh, conducted so far show that fasting improves survival, slow tumor growth, and limit the spread of tumors. Um, and, I mean, this is just a subset of all the benefits, the physical benefits of fasting. And the beauty is that, you know, God designed the human being. Uh, God knows exactly what our weaknesses is and what we need to do to uh, get back to our healthy state of living. And God instituted fasting, obviously, for the spiritual benefit, uh, for the uh, growth and development of our soul, but also for the physical benefits. Uh, there's nothing that God does not uh, advocate for us to uh, recommend us do, uh, be it zakat, giving to charity, uh, be it our salat, uh, that isn't also for our physical benefit. Uh, uh, salat's a perfect example. Uh, one of the uh, the latest sayings is that uh, the new uh, the new um, cigarettes is a prolonged sitting. Uh, that they have just as much of a detrimental effect on the human uh, physiology uh, as smoking. And one of the things that the Salat does is it promotes this constant movement that we're not going to be sitting in one position for too long because, A, you got to get up, you got to do ablution, uh, you got to do the, uh, the prostration and the movements. And this seems so small, but in all honesty, what happens is having that full range of movement uh, from the, uh, the ground back to standing, back to the ground, um, it forces your body, the blood flow and everything, in you know, ways that we're just un, uh, coming to understand, uh, per, uh, uh, sponsor uh, healthy living. And uh, there's all these movements now with standing desks and, uh, you know, people who have a treadmill desks and, you know, different ways of incorporating movement in their day-to-day -day activity. Uh, and this is something that, you know, obviously the biggest benefit of the Salat is the remembrance of God, uh, making direct connection with God, but there's also this physiological benefit. Um, and it's the same thing with fasting. It's the same thing with charity. Uh, you see that, you know, when you give to charity, it's not only for uh, the sake of your soul, but you actually get uh, a um, uh, all kinds of positive effects uh, emotionally, uh, psychologically from giving to charity. Uh, it puts things into uh, perspective. And uh, fasting is no different. Um, and by no means am I a doctor. I'm just kind of looking up some of the facts uh, around fasting. Uh, but it's always good to do your own research and uh, come to your own conclusions about this because, uh, you know, this, uh, this information is always subject to change and uh, new findings are always discovered. But the one thing we know is that the benefits of fasting uh, are, uh, are uh, extensive and God would never have advocated something that isn't for our own good. Uh, both spiritually and physiologically. So, God willing, we're going to end there. If you guys got any comments or questions, hit us up at QuranTalk at gmail.com uh, or uh, send us a note at TalkQuran on Twitter. And until next time, peace and God bless.